The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. They say pets are for life, not just for Christmas. But if you're thinking of adding an animal to your household over the festive season, what about a budgie? Our next guest certainly recommends it. He's got 400 of them. Joining me now is the president of the Budgery Gar Council of South Australia, Troy Holmes. G'day, Troy. Welcome to the West Live. Ben, thank you very much for having me. Uh, so how did you get into budgies? Believe it or not, as a kid, uh, my uncle caught one in a market garden and... Uh, managed to pass it over to me and uh, we hung it above the, the freezer at home for the longest time, named it after my best mate, Stefan, and uh, hung it up there, took it to the pet shop and uh, they told us that Stefan was a Stephanie. So a, a few years later, we managed to go to the pet shop and buy ourselves a Stefan and uh, managed to finally get the one that I liked. But uh, yeah, we went on a few years later and found another one, a white one, put the two of them together. Um, they were actually a male and a female and uh, started breeding them from there as a kid and got into it, probably had a 10-year hiatus between finishing high school and having kids where I didn't have birds, but I've been in it most of my life. Yeah, wow, a lifelong, a lifelong uh, passion for budgies. And they are such an Aussie uh, phenomenon. I think everybody growing up had a mate with a budgie. Maybe a lot of listeners had budgies themselves. Now, what can you tell us about the species themselves? So the budgie obviously is native to Australia. Um, it's found in what, well, we call them murmurs, um, but big packs of budgies, most people would refer to them, um, in outback Australia. And uh, they are obviously, believe it or not, Wikipedia tells you that they're the world's third most popular pet. So as a bird that's native to Australia, only obviously found in the wild here, fruits are rated as the, the world's third most popular pet. Countries like Spain and the US and places like that, when you combine it across the world, I think he's punching above his weight a little budgie. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a fun stat. And so why do you think budgies are so popular? Look, I think they're a great balance between affordability and interaction. And I think they're particularly relevant at the moment in a cost of living crisis. So you can, uh, you can obviously, most places will allow you to have them in something like a rental property. So where you have a dog or a cat that, you know, may interfere with the carpets or may scratch the door, the budgies are a whole lot less maintenance. Um, it's not going to affect things nearly as much. And obviously, in terms of affordability, uh, we were crunching the numbers the other day, and it works out that if you're buying a 20-kilo bag of seed from your local grain store, you're probably paying about 25 cents a day in seed to feed a budgie. When you talk about paying 25 bucks from a pet shop you know, for a bird, they're a very affordable pet. And obviously, they're not sitting in a and in the aquarium, when you're watching them go around in circles, you can actually train them, you can teach them to talk. And we're finding that a lot of the new owners of budgies are actually um, surprised and delighted by the depth of the bonds that they're able to form with their birds. Yeah, well, let's talk a bit about that because uh, I know friends who have budgies and other types of parrots and, and they do form uh, like really deep relationships with the birds. People who have no experience of them, though, would have no idea about this. Can you give us an idea about that bond? We've, here in Adelaide, um, we've got a couple of owners who, you know, they've spent enough time with their birds that they're actually able to speak multiple languages. So we have one bird over here in Adelaide, Lil, uh, with its owner who can speak both English and Japanese. We've got somebody else has another bird that's actually able to teach other birds to speak another language. I think that's pretty phenomenal. 
No. <laughs> I've, never heard of, I've never heard of that. Uh, but it makes sense, of course, if they can if they can talk English. I'm sure they can talk any other language. Uh, that's incredible. And but and, and people let them out of their cages, right? And let them roam around the house, and and that can be quite therapeutic. And and you can really have quite a um uh you know a, a touching relationship with these little birds. You, you absolutely can. Obviously, you need to preface that with. You know, you've obviously got to train the bird and have it used to being out and being around the house. Um, if you were to go and just buy an adult pet budgie and bring it home and open the door and fly around, it may crash into the walls and do do a bunch of things. But you know, as you, if you've spent enough time with it and you um, nurture it, obviously there's nothing more therapeutic than caring for an animal. As long as you're doing that with it, you can fly the bird around the house. Some people will elect to trim one of the wings on it as a baby so that. Um, it is able to not fly away too much and obviously gets it used to the indoor environment and everything that's around there in that space. So that's something to obviously consider. You don't, we, we don't necessarily have to do that, but some, some people do elect to. Mm. Yeah, fascinating stuff. And so people out there listening today going, okay, that's it, Troy, you convinced me. I'm going to get a budgie for Christmas. Uh, what do they need to do next? How do they need to be prepared to have one in their house? Look, in... Um, in Western Australia, there is a WA Budgerigar Council. So if you go onto the website, uh, wabudgerigarcouncil.com, you should find some great information on there in terms of um, how to look after your bird and where your local Budgerigar clubs are. But obviously the internet itself is a great resource for finding out a lot of that. Um, our website over here in South Australia is bcsa.com.au and we have a lot of information on there for new pet bird owners. We've got some YouTube videos on how to feed your birds uh, what you should be doing. Uh, you can also go down to your local pet shop and seek out some advice. When I got into birds, uh, we didn't have the internet, so it was at a library and the pet store um, to go and try and seek out that information. But obviously today we're blessed with having so much of it now online. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Of all the council stories we've done on the West Live this year, uh, this one about the Budgerigar Council, I think, is might just be my favourite for the year. Uh, Troy Holmes, President of the Budgerigar Council of South Australia, thanks for joining me on the West Live. Ben, thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver.